Well, hello. Welcome to another edition of the A Closer Look podcast. I'm Jason Smith, sitting with all, as always, with David Wajnagi. Hello, hello. And today we got a special guest. Special guest. Yes, it's none other than John <laughs> Walters. Hello, good morning, John. Good morning, guys. Good Glad morning. Glad that you're here with us. Good to be here. Thank you. Yeah. We got John, our uh, the pastor of congregational care. You oversee a lot of different ministries in the church, and uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit later about uh, why you're here. I mean, we love that you're here, but yeah. then we're <laughs> also going to talk about about something that you you have to pass on to us, which I think yeah. is going to be really good. We're excited yeah. to hear about. So. Yeah, thanks for that. No, yeah. no, glad. Well, we're in the middle of our series, Gather, Grow, Give, Go, where we're looking at our mission statement, which is to glorify God by being and making disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yep, yep. And the Gather, Grow, Give, Go is how we practically yeah. live that this out. And so this past week, you spoke on Gather. Yes. And it was a great message, Dave. Oh, I really it. enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was really good. Um, enjoyed sharing it. It, the we often talk about the the base text that you use, mm-hmm. and so yesterday you looked at Acts two, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but one comment you made was mm. oh, I made that we have to be careful, yeah, on how we use Acts. Yes, why would you say that? Why would why would I say that? Well, uh, something that I said in the message was uh, when you come to the book of Acts, uh, it is a historical account. It's like the Gospels, which are telling us about the life of Jesus. The book of Acts, it's telling us about the life of those first disciples of Jesus, Mm. and specifically what happened when the Holy Spirit came upon them, and then they went to go fulfill the commission that that Jesus gave them. Um, And and so I'm making that distinction. You know, you got to understand the genre when you're studying a book of of the Bible, and uh, the reason why it's important to know it's a historical account is that it first and foremost is being descriptive Mm. of Mm. what those Mm. first disciples experienced. And and the reason why I said we got to be careful with how we use the book of Acts is that in being descriptive first, it's not being prescriptive, which means that everything that happens in the book of Acts isn't necessarily supposed to be normative for us and the experiences that, that that we have. Uh, even early on in in the book of book of Acts, the the gospel goes out. People hear and receive the gospel, but they don't get the Holy Spirit until mm-hmm. the apostles come and they they pray over mm-hmm. them. And, and it's like that though is not then what we see taught in the rest of the New Testament. Right. That's not the experience that is is had. Instead, that happened at a very specific time and place to validate the gospel message that these people had heard. So God was giving them the sign that, yes, you heard and received the true gospel. And so we just want to be careful that we're not doing some of the things that are in the book of Acts because we believe it's supposed to be normative for the church. Unless, as I said yesterday, what we see happening in the book of Acts, described in the book of Acts, is affirmed elsewhere in the New Testament. And so the text we went to in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47, what those first disciples were experiencing, um, that is affirmed then throughout the rest of the teaching of, of the New Testament. That's good because there's some expectations as people come to church. I've heard people say, why can't we be like an Acts church? Why, yeah. why don't we see mm. this happening in our church? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and they look for that as a sign that, oh, God's with this church or not with right. this church. So yeah. as we take the scriptures in totality, as you're saying, right. um, we can see those things that we really should be looking to and those things that were just specifically for that church. Yeah, and I know this was by no means the, the heart of the message. We're going to get to a little bit of this later on in the Gather, Grow, Give series. We're going to keep coming back to this, this text. But like one of the things that in Acts 2, it, it says is that, you know, they were meeting together daily and mm. they were selling their goods and giving yeah. to all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and But then the text says, as any had need. And so some people have looked at this as like, we need to be living communally. Like we okay. need, Christians yeah. need to be yeah. huddled t- together. And then if anything, no, the rest of it says, you know, we need to go out go. And, and the church needs to go out there. But also that like, 
it says that they were selling their possessions and giving to all as any had need. It didn't say that they sold all their possessions and they shared their possessions communally. It says that if I had access, I was selling it off to meet the need of somebody yes. else. And so yeah. like people yeah. misinterpret and so yeah. they, they prescribe and they say, this is what the church needs to be. We need to all be living together and doing these things. And, and it's like, uh, you know, just simmer down. Let's look at what the entire <laughs> Bible says. Uh, uh, and, uh, and you, and you, we want to affirm, we want to live out the things that it does say. Yes. And then, and the things that just more or less describes is happening. Yeah. You know, we, we go with, we go with that. So no, that's helpful. That's yeah, helpful. Yeah. Uh, I have another question, but before I do, John, I'm going to ask you, do you have a question from yesterday's sermon? Yeah. I, there was something that I wondered about as you were preaching yesterday, mm-hmm. Dave, and that is the idea of meeting together. That mm-hmm. was very prominent in the Acts yeah. 2 passage. And there was the idea uh, that it happens in homes mm-hmm. more informally, mm-hmm. but also formally as the apostles might have been teaching. And we know yeah. later in the New Testament, Paul is is teaching and he would regularly meet in the synagogues, mm-hmm. but sometimes he would meet <clears throat> on the outskirts of town. He would meet in different locations. What are we to learn from that? Yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah. Great question, buddy. Uh, you, you know, this is one of those things, again, that's uh, descriptive throughout the book of Acts, yeah. right? I mean, just even in Acts chapter 2. Let's go to the core first, and then I'll expand. Uh, one of the things that is very clear in the book of Acts is that the early church did gather together, that the people gathered together. Mm. And I would argue, and I did it in the message yesterday, that they gathered in a formal way. And the reason why I say a formal way is, I don't know if this came across in the message. I hoped it would. The use of the definite article in Acts chapter two. Mm. All right, I'm, I'm going to build up here mm. for a second. Mm. You know, when you come and let me just go back to the text, it says, you know, they devoted themselves to the right. apostles teaching. Yep. Yep. They yep. devoted yep. themselves to the prayers mm-hmm. and to the breaking of bread. Right. That definite article there describing those, those things, that's important because it's, it's that they had this formal, it wasn't just, we, they devoted themselves to the teaching to teaching yeah, of the right. apostles to, teach, to, yeah. to general. Yeah. So there was this idea that we were coming together for a specific purpose to hear the word of God, to break bread, you know, together specifically communion at, in that verse. Um, and, and the prayers, that's a weird thing. It doesn't say that they devote themselves to prayers to pray. yeah. or to fellowship. <laughs> yeah. It says the yeah. fellowship, the gathering of, of the saints. So where can that happen? Well, what we then see in that text and the rest of the book of acts is sometimes that was at the temple. They were coming together Mm, at the temple. Sometimes they mm, gathered in mm. homes because they didn't have physical buildings. They didn't have physical buildings. Um, And then even as you go further on in Acts, you know, Paul is in Philippi and he meets Lydia down by the river and they're having gatherings down by the river and, and he's teaching there. And so it's the church is the church. It's the makeup of the people of God. But but the church has these formal times when it comes together and that can happen in a home and that could happen back then at the temple that could happen at the yeah. at the river but there was this understanding that the church would come together and that the church would have structure and oversight because as we see in Acts he appoints elders right. <clears throat> to help bring the people of God together and to care for those specific congregations and that's picked up then in the rest of the New Testament appoint elders you know and he has qualifications for those things and so um, I think the beauty of it is we a formal church which has elders and gathers for worship to have communion does not need a beautiful building like this to do that. But if you are a believer, you are to come together with other believers in a formal sense. You can gather in a Bible study. You can gather in a small group. Mm -hmm. Those things are all good, but there is a very 
specific nature to the gathering of people. That's what Hebrews 10 says it, right? Let us not give up <clears throat> gathering together. He's speaking to churches, right. as is the habit of some. Some Christians felt like we don't need this formality. Mm-hmm. We don't need, you know, I can worship God by myself wherever I am. And the Bible just says that is... That's foolishness. Colossians 3.16 says, you know, we got to speak to, you know, to one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs. Mm-hmm. We got to admonish one another mm-hmm. in that way. Um, so that's how I would kind of, that's how I'd think yeah. about it. Again, it's, it's descriptive of what the church needed to do to fulfill what they believe God commanded them to do. So, and, and it's yeah, interesting great. because in some places in the world, they can't meet in a building. Absolutely. But the requirement for church leadership doesn't change. Right, right. The requirement of the baptism and the prayers and, and the sacraments doesn't change. Exactly. So even, even, in, even here in our country that we have these buildings for those who want to go to home church, yeah. you're still required the same thing as you want to call a quote unquote formal church. Absolutely. You still have the same requirements. Yeah, there, there's still that. Yeah. Again, the best way I can describe it is there's that, that that formality of the church mm-hmm. gathering. I mean, First mm-hmm. Corinthians, you know, you got uh, chapters 10, 11, 12, 13, like um, those chapters, Paul is going out of his way. Yes. I mean, he literally devotes three full chapters to helping the church understand what it should look yes. like when they gather together. Yes. It's so important that three chapters are devoted to that, yeah. you know, and because obviously they were getting it wrong. And so... So he doesn't say, you know what, you, do, you don't need to gather together. He's like, you do, and here's how it, what it should look that. like. Yeah. And it's dangerous if you don't, you know. And uh, so <laughs> We're going to have to uh, uh, like do a whole other podcast just on these I, things. I, know, I mean, I, it's well, so you know, deep and so rich, yeah. and there's so much more that we can't even yeah. share in the Closer Look podcast. No, so. no, we can't. And, and just as a, as a fun reference, I mean, think about our church, right? Uh, we met in the old church building over yes. there. We've met at a high school yes. auditorium. Yes. We met at a tent. Yes. We've met just outside. Yes, um, yes. And then we get to meet here, but it's always coming together as as a church you know in a formal way at a designated yeah. time so and um yeah, yeah well and 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 the bible puts a great emphasis on that as we've been talking about yeah. and so um as we look to gather on sunday mornings mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. what would you say um how would we prepare mm-hmm. for that yeah yeah you know um one of the points of the message uh was that uh gathering to worship god keeps before us mm. that we were made for his glory. Yes. And uh, I can't, uh, I wish I would have sat on that in a practical way a little bit more yesterday from the standpoint of when most people come on Sunday morning, or at least as most of us are conditioned, mm-hmm. depending upon our church background, is, is the question of like, what am I going to get out of this? Yes. What, what, what am I going to, you know, quote unquote, receive rather than coming with the mindset that we should. Okay, this gathering is to keep before me that God is worthy of, mm-hmm. of glory. And so you've always said, and we make a point of it, you know, we gather here to proclaim who our God is and what he has done yes. because he's to be made much of. And so when you understand the reason why you're made, you understand why we gather together. And so like for us individually, I think when we come to worship, it shouldn't be, what am I going to get out of this? How's right. the song going to move right. me? How's right. the message going to, you know, transform me? It's, it's about... I'm setting aside this time because yeah. I'm a selfish person yeah. and I'm, I want to look in upon myself and said, I want to be reminded of, of who my God is and I want to make much of him with others. Mm-hmm. So as we come, you know, to prepare our hearts, I think, I mean, that, that changes things. It gets the focus off of ourselves. You know, we're, every conflict in our life comes back to, you know, just inward focus. And, yeah. uh, and so, you know, even praying before we, we come, you know, you, you've talked about this, Jason, you know, setting aside time even on Saturday yeah. to, is my life arranged in such a way mm-hmm. to make much of God? Mm-hmm. You know, and so Sunday mornings is like, am I preparing to come and to say, God, 
you know, this is all about you, which is why in our services ourselves, you and I talk about this. We talk about this as elders all, all the time. Uh, this isn't a, a come and see model from the standpoint mm. of like, we're trying mm. to meet your mm. felt needs as, yeah. as a body. We're here to lift up our God, to proclaim yeah, Christ. Right. Yeah. Um, and so our messages aren't about being, you know, creative and clever. And I mean, we'll, we'll do things like Jesus is. We'll look to illustrate points and we'll look to, to draw people's attention to those, to those truths. Um, uh, but whether it's in a message or in the worship that you prepare, it's not about just, you know, emotionally stirring people up. You know, they need to know they need to know the truth. And then the Holy Spirit works on the emotions. The yes, Holy Spirit yeah. takes those truths in and and does Yeah, because that. emotions come oftentimes, they should come because of the truths that you hear and sing. Yeah. The words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not anything else that we're, we're our job is not to create that emotional spirit. Yeah. That's our right. job is to proclaim Christ. Yeah. And, yeah. and even just that mindset of that last point is like when we gather in this way. Um, we're part of a community yeah. just to be reminded. Yeah. I'm not alone yeah. out there. I yeah. had somebody came to me uh, after the message and they said, you know, that was, it was so encouraging for them. They said, because when I come to church, she said, you, you said something in the message. She's like, it reminds me that I'm not crazy. Hmm. It, you know, to know that there's a God who exists and to know who he is and that I'm living for, for him because in my workplace, I'm not going to talk about where they work, but um, they said, that is just, that's just not what's before us. Sure. I, I, I am, I am looked at as an alien creature mm, for, for my mm, faith. Mm, and, mm. and so when I get to see other people, I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Yeah. He is real and he is to be glorified in my, in my life. Yeah. And, uh, and so I thought that was really, really encouraging. That's, that's, that, that yeah. is encouraging. Yeah. Uh, next week we actually, so you would think that it's gather, grow, give, go. We'd move into the grow, yes. but we're actually going to move into the go next week. Right. Yeah. So, you're bringing the message yeah, on Sunday. I will. I'm excited about it. I'm yeah. excited about it. But how that, ga- and, 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 you know, that gathering of Sunday starts our week. Yes. Yeah. And how that gathering helps us go throughout yes. the week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be encouraging for people to, to use those two things together. You know, yeah. th- there's not a perfect sequence to no. our gathering. No, 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 we can, no, we can no, mix no, those no. things it's, because they're all tied together. But and, at the end of your sermon, uh, you, you did say we gather and we scatter and I'm going to tweak that a little bit. Okay. We gather and go, gather and go. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. so, yeah. um, yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Speaking of gather, grow, give, go, since we're on that. Yes. I'm going to let you segue into why John is sitting with us. Yes. So, you know, as we're doing this, uh, series, uh, you came early on, man, maybe we were maybe talking about this back in the summer or so, um, when we were considering, you know, this time in the season, the life of our church, uh, you oversee see the small groups, right. uh, here and, uh, a lot of the small groups, you know, often we do sermon based, you know, questions and groups are kind of free to do some different, different things. But, uh, on your heart and mind was, was something that really fit in with the mission and the vision of our church to go and make disciples, something that you came across. And so, uh, yeah, tell us what it is that if you're in a connection, we're going to be participating in starting in two weeks. Yeah. Thanks for that. So when we talk about our mission, when we talk about glorifying God by being and making disciples, it's not a slogan. All right. Mm, it's that's good. Yeah. the Bible <laughs> yeah. speaking yeah. to us. And when the Bible speaks to us, we expect to be changed. Yeah. We expect mm. to think differently, to believe differently, and to live differently. Mm-hmm. And mm. so I think practically speaking, we often ask ourselves, yeah, okay, I read that when I come into the worship center mm-hmm. and I know about gather, grow, give, and go, but what does it actually look like? What mm. would the next step be mm-hmm. for me to live that out? And so this series that we're doing called Bless is a way of putting feet on our mission statement yeah, yeah. and putting it into action. It's very approachable. Mm-hmm. It's very biblical. Uh, and I think it's fun. Without being hyperbolic, I want to say that in 2019, when we went through the art of neighboring, which mm-hmm. talked about loving God and loving our neighbor, 
God used that to change my life. He mm-hmm. used that to change mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. I thought about mm-hmm. my neighbors mm-hmm. and to think more intelligently or more intentionally about what it would look like to enter into their life, enter into their world, build a relationship with them. And so this blessed study is a profound way of doing that. That is very simple, very biblical and very approachable. Yeah. You know, we, we look at our mission to be make disciples and to live to God's glory. And one thing I've been saying is like, you don't have to build an orphanage in Africa, although you might be called to do that. You you know, you you don't have to always go to the ends of the earth. You don't have to do these spectacular things. And, and so, um, you know, when you talk about the blessed study, uh, it's this, it's this way of saying where you are, right. This is how you can live out. But that's one of the beauties of connection groups, right? It's like, these are the places that we work out the things that we hear in God's, God's word. And, uh, and so, um, I'm excited about what that will look like. Give, give a little tease, um, you know, the blessed study, uh, you know, those, those letters all stand for something. And so, uh, give us a little tease. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So bless is an acronym. Mm -hmm. Each letter stands for a step in the process. The first is to begin praying. Mm -hmm. And this is something you've been encouraging us to do for many, many years. Begin praying for your neighbors, begin Mm -hmm. praying for those around you uh, that are lost. Mm -hmm. And, And God hears that prayer. The next step and the Uh, ensuing steps are ones that draw us closer and closer into relationship with Mm -hmm. them as we get together with them and we begin to listen to them. We listen to what's on their heart. We listen to what's going on in their life and we get closer in relationship with them. And then it becomes as simple as having a meal with them, sharing Mm -hmm. a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. to continue Mm -hmm. that conversation. And then out of that, we begin to serve them. So the B is begin praying. The L is to listen to them, Mm -hmm. ask them questions and then just listen eat with them and then begin to serve them. Mm, 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 mm. You know, in all of this, uh, it's going to fit well then with your message. You yeah, know, I know about, about yeah, the going yeah, is, right. is that then sharing with them the, the beauty of Jesus yes. Christ, which I, you know, I, um, we live in Valley center, you know, and this is what the, our neighboring reminded us of, you know, that was again, like that was five years ago, almost that we went through the art of neighboring. Right. And, and so even as we come back to our mission, the importance of, for some people, this will be kind of the first time of thinking about their neighbor here in Valley Center in an intentional way. Yeah. Um, for others of us, it will be this reminder to re-engage in, in those things. And we, and we need that. We, yes. we just, yeah. we need those reminders. So, so I'm excited that our groups are going to get to go, go through yeah, that. Too. And, um, and it's, uh, we've designed it, it's five weeks or six there are, weeks. There six, are five lessons. Five lessons. And there's actually a way, I went through this with the adult Sunday school yesterday and, and taught through uh, four of the steps mm. in, in an hour. Mm-hmm. It's very approachable. It's kind of, something you could do at your own pace, but we're asking the connections groups to get together at least four times Mm. and work through it and then share their story, build their story together and learn from one another, Mm, encourage one Mm, another. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. yeah. It'll be really nice leading up to the Easter season too, you know, as as we're going to be celebrating the resurrection at the end of March. And so, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm grateful, John. Thanks for, thanks for pulling that together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, John. And John, thanks for being with us today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Love this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, As always, it's it's a joy to be able to talk about these things with you, Dave. Yeah. And, uh, you know, may, may God bless you as you go go this week as you um, as you even look forward to gathering this next coming Sunday that you would prepare mm-hmm. your hearts and and remember the significance of that and and that you'd seek to glorify God in all that you do. Amen. Love you church family we'll Love see you, you next time.